0: Hello, I'm Laura Furiosi, divorce mother of three, and I'm here with my mother, Lynette Galvin, with 35 years' experience in family law. You're listening to The Divorce Course Podcast. Through our candid discussions, we hope to help you through your divorce or de facto separation. We will be answering the most commonly asked questions and covering the stages and steps that you will face on your way to freedom. Hello, and welcome back to The Divorce Course Podcast. Welcome back, Mum. Thank you, Laura. Hello, everyone. So we're up to episode 33. We've had a little bit of a break because we just recently launched our online divorce course, the DIY Blueprint, which is pretty exciting. And we've already got some amazing members that are going through the course and we're super happy if they're listening today. Hello, everyone. We've enjoyed meeting you immensely, haven't we, mum? We really have. We really have. (laughs) So today we're going to be covering your last resort before you go to court, and Mum has got uh, five really great ways of the options that you can explore before you have to take that step
1: into the court world.
0: Mum, do you do you find that you put most of your clients through these
1: just to check before you go? Yes, yes, I've been uh, usually going through, as we go through, I deal with these with the clients on the way through, but yes, at the very last thing I make sure. That we go through these things before we start that, what we call Laura the Court roller coaster. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's about keeping control.
0: And you've come up with five. I don't like the first one, so I'm just <laughs> going to say it out loud. So if you are right now listening and you are, about, you are thinking, oh my gosh, there's no other option. I've tried everything. I'm going to have to go to court. Option number one, mum, I hate it, but it's give in to their proposal. So I don't agree, but <laughs> that's because I'm not a lawyer, I guess. So, and this is the extreme the most extreme option if you really want to avoid court is that right
1: yes yes it's like we talk about in a tug of war you can if you can't pull them over the line you can just drop the rope and walk away um so Mm. sometimes it goes against every fiber of your being to give in to their Mm. proposal but it's certainly one way to finish things off so I make sure that people explore that um Mm. and and reality check really you know what's the difference between what you might get when you go to court and what they're offering now and maybe it's Mm -hmm. better to just give in
0: now, I don't agree with that, but <laughs> there, are, there are some other options that you can take in your yep. last resort before court. But again, I'm not a lawyer and this is general advice only. Yes, Of course, you're not going to be giving into their proposal if it's you're selling your second lung and your Absolutely. second born child and all that sort of stuff. So obviously, that's for people that are in like a really down to the fine, nitty gritty mm-hmm is pick up on Wednesday or Sunday kind of stuff. Is that right? Absolutely. That really,
1: yeah, or yeah. if you're fighting over some vase or some piece of furniture that you can buy yeah. somewhere else yeah. or, you know, if it's a question of um, a, a, an amount of money that's not that major. So yeah. Otherwise, another thing you can do is kind of um, number two would be give in with some conditions. Um, right so that's
0: that's better I like that <laughs> option so that's that's giving in pretty much but putting in
1: some conditions so yes. what, what do you mean by that I mean make an offer back to them uh that sort of goes yeah but so we yeah. agree you know we agree substantially to to your proposal but only if you do can we can also have this much super or if I can have grandma's vase back or um, if if you you know give me another twenty thousand dollars in in a year something like that so I remember we're negotiating time and money and things mm, Mm. and that's what we're going to cover in a
0: minute but is Mm. that is that like um is that is that like maybe choosing that one thing that you really desperately, desperately want and don't think you can live without, whether it's a, it's time with kids or whether it's some sort of object or property or some sort of amount of money? So yes. you go, yes, I'll agree to everything else as long as I get this
1: most important thing. Mm. Is that what you mean? That's it. So the, the, that's exactly what I mean because my point when when you write a letter back to the other side uh, about that, about anything, mm. you want them to go, oh, okay oh it's so close so so close close. (laughs) oh all right I'll give that thing in so so yeah Yeah. what you're doing is making something giving them something that makes them very thoughtful and to Mm. avoid court they might give in
0: and does that work for all divorce personality types our DCPP our divorce cause personality prism um does that giving in with conditions work for every single one of those types
1: well sometimes with the high conflict the conditions might be something they've proposed um, or it might be that you put two conditions knowing that one of them they're just going to completely reject but they might agree to the other so that's we talk about that with high conflict or even controlling people Um, Mm. put in a red herring something so they can have the last word (laughs) (laughs) it's like a mystery novel it is but be careful in case they accept you know whatever offer you put over make sure Mm. if you're sending it over make sure you can live with it
0: yeah. yeah, I guess that's something really important. You don't want to be putting something in that, then you go, "Oh, actually, I changed my mind." Because <laughs> is it too late? Is it too late if no, it's in
1: writing? No, it's not oh, it's too not. late. Every offer you put between you both should have "without prejudice" written on it. But even if it isn't, the court won't look at it if it's an attempt to settle. So it's kind of like the court. Okay, you I'll this. just
0: stop you there. Mm just stop you there so the, without prejudice and I know we've talked about this in the course but mm. without prejudice to anyone who hasn't done the course you put it at the top of your letters so it means basically you can't
1: you it, can't show this to the judge that's right it, that it's right? not yet okay. that's right you can't use this against me you can't go into court and say well your honor way back in in October 2021 um, she said she'd be happy with this and now she's going mm. for more so no mm. so so it, it gives it kind of like a little secret space where you can negotiate without it coming back to bite you later on. I guess, I guess that's like in
0: mediation too, except for FDRs mm. um, where sometimes that can be told to the judge. But in mediation yeah. and if you write without prejudice and everything, it's basically negotiation as well. That stays secret from the judge so you can, yeah, But if you don't write without prejudice on the top, does that mean they can
1: show your text messages or emails to the judge? No, no, because the laws of evidence say that if it's without prejudice even if you don't say it, it can be shown yeah. to the judge. I mean, putting without prejudice on something that's not an offer won't protect it from being shown to the judge. But mm. it's public policy, see, because the court wants people to settle things themselves and they want you to explore options without mm. worrying about it being shown to the judge later on and you being stuck mm. with what you said in the negotiation. So, yeah. Okay.
0: So, basically, one of the last resorts you can do is, is give in... Or give in with conditions, and then number three is make a last-ditch offer of something that, while not ideal, you can live with. That's so, exactly right. Yes, do you want to talk us through that, Mum? Because that's that's I know, I mean, it sounds yucky, like everybody just wants to get everything that they've asked for and problem solved, life is great, but that's not going to happen for hmm. anyone, otherwise, it's not a decent uh
1: negotiation. You said it.
0: everyone should be. Slightly unhappy, is that right? That's right. (laughs) A
1: really good mediation and a good outcome is where both people walk away going, oh, it's not exactly what I wanted, but I can live with it, Um, you know, and you know what, you're not even, you're not guaranteed that you can live with it if a judge makes that order. So, it's, Mm. it's an effort you know, you may walk out of court with something at the end of a trial that you definitely would never have thought you could live with and you're stuck with it. So this is mm. a way of controlling it. So just have a serious look at things Um and, and make the very best offer that you possibly can that you can live mm. with. okay.
0: And that's like all of property, children's. But um, we've talked about before, if you do end up going to court, mm. um, if you've made an offer and the judge gives you a better offer in the end, yep. that you can go for costs. Is that right? Yes.
1: So when we say without prejudice, it's actually shorthand for without prejudice, save as to costs. So that's when you drag out your offers say your honor um, here we are it's 2023 but way back in October 2021 I made an offer to him Mm. and here it is and the only reason we've kept going is because that other person's been unreasonable and the court may um, under section 117 of the Family Law Act they may award you some of your legal costs back won't always be all Mm. of them but Mm. that those proposals carry that risk for you too if you've got an offer from the other side you know where we're talking in number one about giving in you really have to think seriously about it if it's within the ballpark of what a judge might order because mm. uh, if you reject that and go all the way to trial it might be the other person holding up their letter saying your honor we're only here because she's been unreasonable and uh, you know so you've got to remember when you're negotiating and when you're thinking about what a judge might say or do, remember that not every bit of your case is going to succeed with the judge. So you have your idea of what you should get is formed on your bright, shiny, a hundred percent successful case, and your happy ex- unicorn, yeah, dream happy unicorns, world. rainbows, and the other yeah. side having not a single win. Uh, you know, being disbelieved on every point and condemned. Mm. And I can tell mm. you, judges don't do that. They don't sort of have lightning and thunder and point the finger at one of you and go, you are the demon here. No, and no one breaks down in the witness box Why and goes. Why not? <laughs> and everybody wants that, don't they? They do, yeah. and no one in the witness box breaks down like they do on TV and sobs, you're right, I'll give her everything. They don't. <laughs> they, you know, what? That doesn't happen? not happen. So you you need to factor in the fact Factor in the fact that your case might not go off exactly as you expected, and might so, not, or probably won't. Well, probably won't, because especially if yeah. there's other witnesses, you don't know what they're going to say. Um, what if your uh, other, the other barrister's really clever and and mm. tricks you up in the witness box? You know, or mm. what if the judges had a bad day? <laughs> you know, just you mm. just don't know. So when you're looking at going to to court. You'll find your court, your uh, sorry, your lawyer will normally give you a range of what, and in our course we talk about a range of what mm. might might accept. So it might be something like you get between fifty five percent and sixty five percent. Okay, and if you've got a big property pool, that's a lot of money. If you've got you know like a, a million dollars, um, then mm. the difference of five percent is uh, what is it fifty thousand dollars or something. I hope my maths is right, but, you know, but if you've got a little pool and you've got, say, $100,000, then every 10% is $10,000. So you might want 50-50 or 60-40 with all of your heart, but when you look at the numbers at $10,000, it's not, is that really worth fighting over? So. And
0: that takes us to number four, which is reality checking your costs. And that's mm. including what you just said. Um, mm. What what percentage are you really fighting? If you're fighting over 2% of $10 million, then maybe that's worth it. But if you're fighting over 2% of $10,000, is that worth it? Yeah. Um, and the court the costs of court and your time. So let's talk about that. So, Mm. so people are like, I've tried everything. Negotiation's not worked. Um, they're not accepting my offer i'm going to go to court so
1: then you must say to your clients all right let's reality check your costs so talk us through that it's a bit like doing a reno you know you have to write it down and look at your budget okay so Mm. of course there's the dollar costs and a trial can be between 30 50 even a hundred thousand (laughs) dollars depending yeah i know (laughs) on how hard people fight um how your lawyer operates if you've got one um and how many times you have to go back to court, any interim applications and things. So you write that down and look at that as a number, okay? Some people think, oh, it'll come out at settlement, but yes, but at some point you have to pay the piper. So think mm. about that. Um, and then there's time, okay? Uh, court cases can take a year or two uh, you, to get to you. Then you can wait a year or more for your decision. Now imagine mm. if the the property you're fighting over uh, is say you want to let's just say let's just say you've got a house yep you've, you've got, got a house, house and a ten, okay and yeah and, and you're 10 grand wanting, savings that's right and you're wanting to buy the house your ex out of the house so you can stay there so mm. in a year the house price might go up um it lot. is going up at the moment they are at yeah the moment, but the mortgage isn't going down um and the so the mortgage stays the same with just general payments that someone's making while you wait for court the house price mm. goes up the court takes the property values at the date of the hearing so by the mm. time it gets to trial you might not be able to if, able to afford to buy your house anymore wow you know yeah
0: so think about that or it could go the other way you could be fighting for the house and they get all the cash and the super and the house properties fall through the floor <laughs> yes um and you could be you know you know that would be an well, unfair deal well
1: it well except yes but that would be at the court time if you're on the other side that's exactly
0: right if you say to them but if the judge doesn't hand his decision down or her decision down for a year Mm. what happens then they're still working on the basis of the property values at trial yeah see so that's not fair if you wait a year after trial Mm -hmm. to get your judgment and then the house prices say fall 50 percent not that that ever happens but but you know what i mean like you could be really stuffed whereas if you somehow settled before court, and for a lesser amount, you could buy another property and in, yeah, maybe in the
1: same made market, money. Yep. So in, if, in a year, made money. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you're going to be the person who leaves the house and gets cash, you don't know what house prices are going to do in the future. So I always mm. say the best thing to do is to buy a property in the same market as you've just sold a property. So at the same sort of time, so that mm. you're not disadvantaged. What if? You don't get your cash, um, and you and by the time you come for trial, you can't afford to buy anything, or you can't mm. afford to get a loan. So those are yeah. issues you really need to think for. And then, of course, there's the emotional uncertainty. And and I always mm. say, like every day that you haven't settled, and I've been there, you've been there, Laura. First thing mm. in the morning, you wake up and then you wonder, well, will I even be in this house next year? I wonder, will I be able to afford to buy a property? Well, can, you can't plan what you're going can't to do, do for anything.
0: Christmas. You don't, you don't, yeah, yeah, you don't like, oh, I can't really book a holiday because I don't know how much money we're going to have. Yes. And, you know, so or, that, or we'll that have Christmas
1: right. at our place if we're still here. You know and that's so, not great for the no, kids is it's it? It's hard. It just I yeah. think it just pervades everything. You are really mm. it's unfinished business and you can't move on. You know, and essentially yes. you're yeah. buying you're still locked into a property with someone you don't like anymore, <laughs> usually mm. don't like anymore.
0: So yeah, there's and that you're emotional on that cost. unstable, that unstable ground, and that lack of certainty. So really, and that can affect that. That can be a cost that affects you moving forward with a business or anything. Really, the kids too,
1: and then. The kids do yeah. they and they don't only have school? such little childhoods. Like they don't remember much usually before about two, and after mm. about fourteen, um, they're their own person. So you've only got yeah. that twelve years of their childhood. You don't want to waste a quarter of it in uncertainty and going mm. to court and spending all that money. So just and then the other one was check. sleep. Yep. Leaving the
0: power to the courts, I guess that's a good reality check as well. And yeah. we talk about that a lot. Yep. We just say, look, you really are rolling the dice. Um, yes, um, you know, judges get root canals. Judges, you know, have bad days,
1: and you have They're bad humans. days, and you're you you you're, you're you know, someone's got to be believed on each point and someone disbelieved usually on each point and you'll win some and you'll lose some in a court case mm. so you might know the whole history of this person and what a you know what they've done and their, their propensity to lie but they go in there with a clean slate pretty well with the judge and if they're mm. particularly clever they might get the get the wrong impression across so mm. <clears throat> you don't really want to leave it to the judge you don't and want that that research.
0: that takes us to number five make sure that you're not the block yes. so
1: maybe maybe
0: uh you're about you're heading to court on that court convey about you're negotiating negotiating and it's just not working and maybe it's because you're the block um yep. and i i don't think anyone wants to hear that no. but maybe it's a good idea to go see a psychologist just make sure. yeah yeah just, Just my, say, "Hey, is it me? Is it, it's <laughs> Am not, I the drama? It's not you. It's me." <laughs> it, and there's it a, might there's be. a TikTok. There's a TikTok video <laughs> that goes, "Is it me? Am I the drama? I'm not the drama." But look, you don't know. It might no. be a, a boundary that you that from childhood that your yep. mum told you that never ever not have a house, and so you think that by giving up the house, somehow your yep. world will end. So That's you've got right. a reality check with the psychologist. Hey, you could say, hey, this, not that I'd say take legal advice from a psych, but say, look, I've, I haven't been able to get this negotiation, I really wouldn't like to go to court, but, you know, can you
1: help me figure out if I'm the block?" Yes, and and um, sometimes it's a thing or, or money that you might have gotten in, in, as an inheritance. You're right, Laura, sometimes there's mm. things that are part of your childhood. Otherwise, it might be something that was a part of your marriage dynamic, your relationship mm. dynamic. Um, you know, maybe he always hated um, you having playing your music or whatever. And then now he won't Mm. give you back your violin, you know, um, Mm. and that becomes, you're just actually having the same fight you used to have in the marriage. So um, even if it's not you, even if it's not you, it doesn't hurt to have a psych to help you examine yourself because, you know, what's the first thing I do if someone tells me I'm wrong um, is I go and look it up in law. Mm. I just double check mm. because we're not infallible. You know, and we But all, you're a lawyer, Mum. Yes, <laughs> we know but we don't know how to look it up. <laughs> yeah, but you but if 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 you can't get to settlement, like you say, just get someone else to have a look in your head <laughs> and mm. have a little mm. blow out of there and see what's stopping you settling. Because there might be. Mm, one of the things, um, when I saw my psychologist, which mm-hmm. I found really helpful,
0: was he got me to imagine what it would be like without the drama, without court, without all of this in. And, and I would go to that place when I was in the stress, because I did go through court. That helped me. They helped me to negotiate and to agree and maybe let some stuff go because I wanted to get to that end goal of getting the heck out of all the ickiness you know it's just all these grown pretty much all grown men looking into your bank accounts and your personal life and your business and and just oh my god I just giving uh, you you an opinion so, so a psychologist can help you and and you might like we've talked about before, you might have to, because well, basically you're splitting it kind of in half, yeah. you're going to have to start again. It is like
1: taking a step back. You're not going to be where you started. Well, one of the things I like to get people to do if they're finding it really hard to imagine a future is to go and look at some open houses or look online, I guess. But walking into an open house um, after COVID maybe, um, mm. They're all clutter free and fresh and modern, and that's how your new life can be. You can leave all this Mm. stuff behind, figuratively and actually. And and Mm. that's if you haven't been to a psychiatrist or psychologist or made that imagining. You can walk in there and go, Oh, okay, I could live like this. Yes, it's this smaller it than my like. old place, but this is me, you know, I could mm. I can paint. And everything's mine. And this is yeah, mine. This is, this <laughs> mine. Is mine. And it's safe. Yes. And you know, so I often find when people can't settle, um, if I send my ladies and even teenage children who are notoriously difficult to move from the house, oh, I'm only mm. staying because Jimmy wants to stay. Well, take them with you. And have a look at some new environments. And it just,
0: and it's pretty funny. Kids get super excited at open houses because yeah. they, they, they've got a bit bigger imagination than we do because they've been playing for, you know, yeah. closer to their childhood and they see and they go, Oh, we could do this and we could do this. And, <laughs> and the kids get really hyped up. So, um, it is that is a good way to get them involved in wanting to move it. Cause I know we've had a lot of clients, a lot of people saying, Oh, my teenage doesn't want to Mm. leave the house. So they stay with whoever's going to be in the house. So that is one way, you know, to involve the teenager in the choice or, you know, getting them to choose a room or, you know, getting them to give you some tips on decorating or whatever. It's a whole new world. And that also you can get this, the counselors involved to help you with that Mm. as well. But I know that this last resort before court, a lot of you will be going, I don't want to go to court. I know a lot of you don't. So listen to mum's pearls of wisdom. She <laughs> says, number one, give in to their proposal. I don't recommend that, but <laughs> yeah. you can if you, you want. You might be able um, to, yeah. Yeah. Two, give in with conditions. Um, Number three, make a last ditch offer of something that while it's not ideal that you could live with. Number four, reality check your costs of court, time, reality check your cost of emotional, reality check the lack of certainty, reality check giving power to the courts. And then number five is make sure that if the block isn't you and maybe see a psychologist or have a chat with someone, but once you get through it once you get that negotiation agreement it's like a weight has lifted off your it shoulder is. and and two years down the track you you don't even remember the nitty gritty of it yep. it's, so it's wh- uni- while you're in
1: it it sucks yeah. <laughs> but and when you're out it's great it's unicorns and rainbows and you may look <laughs> yeah. back and resent the amount of time you got stuck dealing with this their rubbish so you know yeah I that nativity scene in Mr Bean if anyone's seen it where the dialect is attacking baby Jesus and a helicopter just comes in and winches that baby out and flies away so take yourself out of the situation don't be let the baby Jesus get you. be baby
0: Jesus um, and winch yourself helicopter yeah. yourself out of course and, and sometimes when uh, it, when you're in it, when you're in the drama, it is so hard to see out of the drama. Yeah. So, it, 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 you know, you need to have your fierce friends, you need to have your family to really check you yes. and remind yourself because kind of think about back to when you were a teenager, I guess you were so involved in the dramas uh-huh. of school, you know, this person said <laughs> this and this boy's dating this person. They're And it was so involved and I feel like that's what court's like in d- divorce, you know, they get so involved. Into everything, and it's very hard to let go. But, but like the phoenix rising, rising out of the ashes, you know that that symbol of starting again, and you know having a better life. You can do that. You've just got to see past the drama, I guess. But it's not fun, is it, Mum? It's not fun. No, it's
1: it's work. It's hard work, but it's the work. If I think it becomes more palatable if you do what you said, Laura, and that is imagine your future. So you're actually taking steps towards your future. Even though it's yucky, you know where you're going. Mm. I think where it becomes Mm. overwhelming if you can't see out of it so yeah so that's when you need someone to rescue you or you need to mentally take yourself away but if the other person keeps on if you've got a high conflict or a manipulative and controlling person and they keep going yada 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 after court they can keep doing that it's not your circus and they're not your monkeys they're always going to be like that but you can walk your own clear path forward and people are generally happier
0: and I think as we've talked about in the you're, uh, avoiding the court conveyor belt or the court conveyor belt, we talk about the court conveyor belt yes. and you mention in that, and we'll put that in the show notes if you want to listen mm. to that, if none of these five steps work for you. There is a mistake I think some people make where they don't negotiate at all and they just wait for the next court date. Yes. Don't think even if you do get an initial court date that you can't still try all of these steps and avoid yes. that because some even some lawyers, I think, hey, mum, they just don't do anything until a week before court. I'm afraid so. Real?
1: I'm afraid so. So what, you, what your court case is like, because it's like a duck travelling along the pond. The top of the duck just goes smoothly from one court date to the next, and the court's really just progressing you to trial. Underneath the legs are as busy as anything, and that's where where the negotiations should be happening the whole time. And at any point, mm. if you've been in court three months, two months, um, two, a year, you can still make an agreement, file it in the court, and it stops it, completely stops the court process. So, you know, mm. even though you've had to start court or the other person has started court, it's not inevitable that you will end up at trial.
0: Yeah. And don't just wait till the next court no, date use Keep your trying time. to come away yeah. to, to try and negotiate. Now, mum, um, I think it's important that we mention, and I don't know if anyone will be interested, but I think it's important to mention that the court has changed and the, the rules of court yes. is different. Yeah. It's great. Is it is it right that you only get in front of a judge now at trial? uh
1: or interim hearings that's my understanding so but you okay. are before registrars who will manage yeah. your case but there's a new so focus a registrar a registrar like is a baby judge a rank or two down from a judge in the court there's still an up official from a lawyer oh so
0: they're absolutely they're up from a lawyer, they
1: work for the court but down from a judge but they're still able to make certain orders um but right. yeah the, the focus of the of the new rules the overarching purpose of the new rules now is to get people to settle things and so have fewer and fewer people end up at trial. So, the court literally, or not literally, but they bang the parties' heads together at every opportunity and offer mediation at every opportunity, but particularly at the beginning. So, if you have a mediation mindset of settling, you know, what do I need to do to get this done? Then you are completely on board with the new court rules because that's what they want
0: which is one of our modules in the Divorce DIY Blueprint, <laughs> they're making people do FDRs, yep. family, family Dispute, dispute resolutions,
1: resolutions, yes, and conciliation conferences. Is that right? Yes, I think it's really the same sort of thing. They're both just forms of mediation, but the right. uh, conciliation conference and uh, the family dispute resolution, family dispute resolution is usually for kids and conciliation mm-hmm. conference is for property. Um, but the difference with doing them through the court, so if the court orders you to have them, is that the person who's chairing that conference can report back to the judge and say, look, you know, he didn't try to settle or she didn't move or, you know, and so it's a, mm. it's got a bit of a sting in it. That, but there's also private mediation and they don't report to the court.
0: And. S- so the FDRs and the conciliation conferences, are they all done by registrars, baby judges? Yes, baby judges. Okay. Yes. Uh,
1: families, <laughs> well, that makes the sense. The ones in the courts yes. are done by, yes, by baby judges or um, by, <laughs> by, by socials. Uh, or, or a family dispute resolution provider may only have, or not only, may have counselling qualifications or psychology qualifications. If it's only children, mm. um, they're much mm. Better, I think, at doing those sort of things than perhaps mm. a, a pure property lawyer person.
0: And so that court has made these changes. They changed their name again. I think we've said this before, but the Federal, the federal
1: Circuit and Family Courts of Australia, and they've so it's combined, all one. It's all one. Yep, and yep. It, it used to be all one from 1975 to 19 Wow, 97, I think they were all one court, and then they split into two, and now we're back um, into okay. one. But, yes, they're throwing the resources. There's a lot of money being available. Instead of providing us with more judges, which is what everyone um, seemed to think we needed, uh, they've decided to focus more at the beginning of the dispute and try and get people Mm. to settle it. And. Really, for for the benefit of children and and the mental health of everyone involved, um, I think that's the right way to go with respect to the to the court mm. and their decision to avoid. It, I hope to avoid it that trial. I hope it works. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, their goal did they say to get everybody if they go into the court system out by the end by a year? Mm. Is that the goal?
1: That, mm. Yes. That used to be. Mom, mom seems very optimistic mm. about it. It used to be. That's how it used to be. Um, years ago but there are so many not. more people in the court it's now. not that's right because yeah. when years ago to be fair only married people could go to the family court de facto couples had to go to the state courts but now the oh, wow. family court has jurisdiction over de facto relationships as well um, and mm. so they've got a very big um, clientele shall we say uh, and mm. they've had to look at different ways.
0: I guess the changes aren't too bad. They've just added in some new steps. So yeah. maybe we should do a new court bailout at some point. To those people who are thinking that court is now their last resort, try some of these things that Mum has mentioned. Check out and constantly keep negotiating if you can. Yep. Without, but we do say don't don't negotiate too much that it becomes domestic violence. Is that <laughs> yeah. right, Mum? Don't negotiate at negotiate. with. Yes. And, and so how do how does someone? Re- reality check to make sure that they're not negotiating so much that it's dv
1: um i think don't bombard someone with correspondence um, keep it okay. civil and to the point no emotion in it re- using our compass that short exact no emotion um, in that um, and i think just want rinse and repeat these ideas so um mm. if you're writing multiple letters to the other side it indicates to me that that you think that other person's the problem so Mm. maybe just have a little look at yourself but yeah it's a matter Mm. of reasonableness if they say stop writing to me then you stop immediately okay okay
0: it's not just writing the same offer every
1: single time is it no well that's domestic violence just saying the same thing over and over again that's that's abuse and well nagging really no Mm -hmm. so um keep it measured. It's really hard to act for yourself, Laura. You know, you know mm. what you're like, you're in that fog and it's very mm. hard. So get one of your friends, not someone who I, I suggest don't get the fierce friend to check your mm. correspondence. <laughs> yes. They won't pull you back, but you know, someone or wait a day before you write the letter or, you know, just and have a look at it in the cold. Don't ever just fire something off in a temper, you know, when something's just happened because that will come back and buy too
0: that is true yeah okay well thank you mum for your time we are now going to also be doing an additional episode of q a's for people that are sending in their q a's from our all over the place yep. uh, so we will be covering some q a's that'll be little short ones uh right. feel free to listen yep. and again we had to choose. yes anonymously we actually had a uh we have a thing going where if you write us a review we choose one lucky person a month to have a free chat with mum (laughs) for september the podcast the podcast review that we are choosing and this will of course be a chat with mum on the phone anonymously you need to email us at the divorce course podcast at gmail.com if this is you but it is sunshine lover 84 so whoever that is uh you wrote amazing podcasts thank you so much for this podcast the information you provide about family law court processes and other various topics relating to divorce separation and parenting matters is so valuable to the people who are completely at loss of where to start or how it all works i love listening to your sensible and friendly advice that was on the 10th of the 9th by the apple podcast isn't that lovely i
1: do like that (laughs) (laughs) we're very human
0: (laughs) Yeah. So we we love hearing your reviews and we'd love you to re- rate and review us. We've actually been away for three weeks. We've had um, an interesting bumpy ride <laughs> in our personal lives. Poor mum had to drive me to hospital. <laughs> but anyway, we're better now. So if you uh, would like to have a free chat with mum You too can write a review and uh, rate and review us and we will choose one from the list. And mum, did you have any other words of advice for the people listening today?
1: You will get through it. I guess that's the advice. You will get through it. The whole process of court, if you've had to go to court, um, is to get you through it at the end. So if you can't negotiate and you never can negotiate, you're guaranteed of one thing and that is that the court will make a decision for you. Um, at Mm. the end. So one way or another, you'll get through it, it'll pass, um, and Mm. just try and focus on your future.
0: Yeah. And of course, if you are interested in doing the negotiations yourself, if you're interested in avoiding court altogether, mm-hmm. you can uh, register your interest for the DIY divorce blueprint yes. that mum and I have created. It's got <laughs> nine modules, lots of lessons to re- related to whatever it is you're working on and so many downloadables. Mum has written template letters for every type of negotiation for for um, the diverse divorce personalities yes we help you identify your divorce we talk you through each step and stage and hopefully we we talk you through to the point
1: where you do it all yourself and you don't have to go to court that's right you just go to a lawyer a couple of times to double check yep. you're on the right track but yes yep. Uh, We we basically done a brain brain dump of my 35 years experience. (laughs) Yes, we pulled it all out of my head. Me,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and uh, it's videos, lessons, downloadable worksheets, flowcharts, you name it. Uh, We have created it. It's taken a very long time. If you are interested, register your interest we have already on board some lovely members who are going through the process with us now and mum has she's like a mother duck and she already is caring and worrying about everybody so um i hope mum's also going to uh look after her mental health i will Um, but anyway guys uh check it out click link in the show notes and um write us a review if you would like to have a chat with mum and also just to let other people be able to find this podcast because legal advice general legal advice is hard to come by in the family law of australia <laughs>
1: it's not a popular topic
0: okay thank, thank you. you for your time mum Bye, thank Laura.
1: you bye bye everyone
0: if you found this podcast helpful we'd love it if you could rate review and subscribe by doing so you are spreading the word to help someone else just like you lynn would like to remind you that this podcast is general advice only and you should always get legal advice in relation to your particular situation and remember that the australian laws may have changed since recording